Welcome to Listen to Talking with Trees, a podcast by Anetta Lander, which is a series of attempts at addressing specific trees in Swedish, Finnish or English. This is a freestanding sequel to the project Meetings with Remarkable and Unremarkable Trees. This episode is part of Pondering with a Pine, a series of conversations recorded with a pine tree in Kaivopuisto Park in Helsinki. Hello, Pine. I'm standing next to your trunk today to protect the microphone from the wind, which is quite strong. I came to you already this afternoon because they promised rain for tomorrow. I came from Stockholm this morning and I will continue to roam on Sunday morning. So tomorrow would have been a perfect day. But I thought I'd take the chance to come here today when the weather is good. And it turned out to be that there will be a huge party here tomorrow. They're actually building, constructing tents and stages and and testing technology and so on in the park today. But the party will take place tomorrow and it's the end of the Pride Week or something like that. So big party all day and partly probably the evening as well. So it was uh, very good accidentally to come here today so we can have a chat more peacefully. I thought uh, I'd uh, talk uh, with you about uh, environmental art a little bit. Uh, Sounds strange because although I like to think that this is what we do together is a kind of environmental art too. Uh, It's not what would traditionally be considered environmental art uh, or, well, contemporary art in in environmental conditions. Why I thought about that is uh, because of two two articles in in the major newspaper, Helsinki Salmat, one yesterday and one today. Uh, On the one hand, about the Helsinki Biennale in Vartiosari, which takes place for the second time this year. And uh, the other one today about um, an exhibition in the Hudiala Forest uh, Science or Research Center out in the forest, quite a bit from Helsinki, a place which I've visited once because uh, many, many years ago, one of my students uh, made a work there. Uh, Some sort of uh, black glass thing hanging there in the forest, which was quite beautiful, actually. But I remember that what they wanted to do, and that was a big, big project, actually, with a lot of uh, sort of negotiations and and really like a documentation of the whole difficulty of the process seemed like the major thing. They wanted to create Studio 5 out in Hytiala. 
because there were like uh, studios one, two, three, and four at the theater academy, which were black boxes, and they wanted to create a fifth studio out in the forest there, and more like a conceptual piece rather than a, a place where to work, really. Like, I think one idea was to mark out the area of the same amount of, of square meters and, and paint the trunks black up to the height of, of two meters or something like that. But it was more like the gesture, the conceptual gesture of naming uh, an area, Studio 5, as an option. But now the work that has been presented there was like uh, art-science collaboration or art in the context of science with quite big names. And that was uh, written rather positively about uh, in, in comparison with the harsh critique of the Helsinki Biennale, where two of the, uh, there were two critics who, who discussed their disappointment and the difficulty of, of sort of uh, finding a right balance between magnificent nature and then uh, works that somehow take that nature into account or are sight-oriented or sight-sensitive, uh, but not sort of trivial or, or just some rubbish hanging from tree trunks and so on. Uh, and, and of course, the, they found a few works that they found very interesting too, but the, the sort of the headlines were so negative, so it was rather shocking. It's rare to have so negative critique of art today. But they liked, for instance, um, a small artificial cloud above a pond created by Huber and Tsariko, or, or the plastic horizon by Tula Narhin and a colleague of mine from Harak Island, or, or a, a small uh, tent-like construction uh, with branches coming into the tent and, and uh, rainwater changing the color of some central formation. This is all something I base on the descriptions for neither of these exhibitions I have seen myself. So it's more my reaction to how, how you speak about contemporary art and, and how it is written about. And also the, their complaint that, uh, that uh, works that you need to read a lot of uh, in advance in order to understand them or you need to participate in some performance in order to appreciate the remains and, and, and so on, are problematic. But then, again, um, something that they thought were like uh, trivial gestures, hanging some stuff from some trees that they called it, it would suit some homemade Kivinokka exhibition. Kivinokka is another area, a little bit similar to Haraka Island, um, where, where there has been uh, exhibitions and so on. Um, and I thought about some of the works made in, in Hyutiela, for instance, by IC98, a very famous duo, who, like Terika Hapoya, whose work uh, uh, from the Venice Biennale also was placed out in Hyutiela, who had made uh, some small inscriptions of syllables or parts of words from poets uh, uh, sort of inscribed on 
dried tree trunks or the similar, and you were supposed to find them with the help of a map. And of course, that would be uh, very much typical environmental art that would be suitable for Kivinokka or Haraka for that matter. So um, it's, it's a lot of maybe what you expect from, from a Biennale in, in contrast to some sort of um, exhibition in a forest. I don't know. But uh, that's the, one of the reasons why I've never really I've never really placed things out in, in nature or in the environment, or, or I find it difficult. Well, now I've placed some QR codes uh, where you can find and plan to do more of them, uh, where you can sort of link to a website showing a video created on that very site. But it's not the same thing as, as sort of creating works uh, in the environment. Because it feels somehow, or I don't know how, what I could place. What, what could I bring here to you that would somehow make you more you? Nothing. So instead I take away from you these recordings and images. So I, I consider myself more like a hunter-gatherer. Uh, I'm, I'm picking berries or representations and then try to make jam out of them or, or maybe a pastry or, or then just serve them with a little bit of sugar. Ah, I wish my, my videos and podcasts would be as nourishing as some berries can be. But to, to think of it in a positive way, on Helsinki Day, the 12th of June, uh, when Haraka Island and many other places were open for the public and, and the ferry was free and so on and there were lots and lots of people in the exhibition. Uh, there were some interesting comments as feedback that I had and something was from a guy uh, who I remember who was very touched after listening for quite a while um, uh, at uh, listening to the conversations I had with a pine not far from here the year before, a smaller pine than you. And probably he happened to listen to some section that he found was touching because he said he was very moved. And why I remember it is he said that it worked very well, that the pine functioned as an intermediary between me and him as a listener. That was a new thought, because I, I don't think you are, uh, I don't consider you an intermediary. Although, of course, because I record this and make it into a podcast and a video, then the person who uh, listens to this is also a you. So in some sense, I could think of speaking to the listener as you. But that is somehow confusing for me. So I prefer to speak to you, dear Pine, and then if the listener places himself or herself in your position or takes you as an intermediary, that's fine. I think it's an interesting thought. Because I sometimes worry that these are more like monologues. I'm talking to myself rather than to you. But this idea that, that 
I'm not only talking to you, but I'm also talking to the listener. That's actually quite a nice idea. Well, maybe that's enough for today, and, and uh, I hope you'll have a nice, uh, nice evening and also uh, a nice party tomorrow. So in, enjoy the pride party and uh, take care. This was an episode of the podcast Talking with Trees.